Welcome back to House Rich, the world's best real estate show. I want to talk about the article I've seen floating around called uh, Wells Fargo rejects half of its black applicants during the mortgage um, boom. And so, um, so I've seen part of the article. I also haven't read the article. I saw the headlines. But one thing I wanted to focus on, like I always try to focus on solutions. So, you know, what can we do as far as solutions? Because what happened, what happened is it, the past, the past. So a couple things. One, I always tell you, you should always be interviewing the person that you're um, financing with in the first place. You should never just be running to your bank or running to the local lender or running to whoever your realtor told you. You need to interview the person that is going to be handling your financing. It's the biggest financial decision you will ever make in your life, most likely. And so um, that's step one, because um, like I said, it's easy to jump on Wells Fargo and they, they, uh, they are to be jumped on. but. Um, I've seen folks say, hell, that's why I need to work with brokers or this and that. It's always the person you're working with. It's not the institution. It's the person you're working with. That's the person that that, that uh, consults with you. That's the person that goes over your application. That's the one that decides to submit it. Or that's the one that submits it, but in a certain way. That's the person that tells you, no, you need to tweak this or that before you submit it. So ultimately, it's always the person you're dealing with, um, less the actual um institution and so obviously there are institutions that are that are worse than others and there are certain um guidelines in place that'll that'll make it easier or harder to apply at some institutions versus others when it comes to the mortgage process okay and so let's say you get to the point where you've gotten rejected the most important thing is to figure out like why you were rejected in the first place and so Step one, you always want to ask the lender like why you were rejected. A lot of times they'll call you, and honestly, I'm guilty of doing this myself. If you have like a lot of files, you just say, "Hey, you know, we're rejecting the application. Your credit score was too low." And sometimes folks will say, or the majority of times, folks will just say, "Okay," and, and carry on about their business. Um, and so, if it's somebody that's like close to qualifying, um, typically lenders will go in a little bit more in depth. But you need to care about your application more than the lender cares about your application. So what does that mean? You need to ask them specific questions on why your file was denied. It is their obligation to tell you why you were denied. And honestly, a lender that won't go into depth on why you were denied is somebody you shouldn't have been working with in the first place. So I go back to make sure you're interviewing your lender. And so a couple of questions you want to ask when you're interviewing your lender is, um, how long have you been in the business? You know, what loan programs are you good with? What are your hours? Um, you at, what are your hours? You ask them um, <laughs> what loan programs, what loan programs you specialize in, what down payment assistance programs you specialize in, um, and just ask them. You know, how often can I call you and ask you if I have questions about the home buying process? You know, I'm a first time home buyer. I have a lot of questions. If they hesitate, they may not be the person to work with you. That's not good or not bad. People buy their time differently. Um, that you may value your time or their time. So. You wanna make sure you're always interviewing that lender to make sure that you're figuring out what's what when it comes to the home buying process. All right, and so going back to why you were denied, ask specific questions. And so uh, specifically, if you were denied due to credit, you need to know what your three credit scores were. Make sure you figure out what those three credit scores were because there are they're just they're just mortgage guidelines so you know like fha um 500 10 percent down 583 and a half percent down um conventional 620 but really a 640 um and so they're 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 minimum lending guidelines but there's also lender overlay so lender overlay overlays are guidelines that lenders put on top of the um 
on top of the basic guidelines because they're like hey i understand that the fha says you only need this but that's a little bit more risky that's a little risky to us um and to get into the weeds lenders sell their loans to investors and investors are like hey that's risky i don't want to buy this type of loan yada 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 um, mortgage-backed securities they package them sell them all that and so long story short the majority of lenders put overlays or additional requirements on top of um the basic guidelines it's pretty pretty much every lender does that so you want to figure out if it was a lender overlay or an actual guideline because if it was like hey you're applying for a conventional loan and you got a 610 um that's got nothing to do with wells fargo or your local lender rocket mortgage or whoever uh, it's just you don't meet the guidelines so you want to ask so you want to ask like what your credit score is and you want to ask like what the negative items are on your credit report and so uh, if you have a 610 i mean um i'm not sure where your credit score came from to begin with you may have came up from a 500 but i mean a 610 is a low credit score it is um and so you want to ask like what's on your credit score that is holding you back so whether it's um whether it's too high credit limits whether it's too much recent credit new credit you know whether it's you know lates and stuff like that in your credit report you want to ask those specific questions because lenders for the most part cannot give you a copy of your credit report but they can tell you what is on your credit report uh if you're in person um sometimes i'll just turn around the the computer screen and let you take a picture um but you can also just go to like annualcreditreport.com and download a free copy of your credit report as well so they'll tell you what's actually on it and so your lender will tell you the scores you just can't get the actual scores from annualcreditreport.com and so you want to get into those those details and figure out hey you know what's the deal like what's on this credit report that is uh dragging down my score to begin with so now that you've done that and so it could either be credit it could, <laughs> Excuse me. It could also be your DTI, your debt to income ratio. And so you want to ask them, you know, what your what your DTI or your debt to income ratio is, is for when it comes to your um, credit profile. And so depending on the program, there may be different um, DTI requirements. It may be 50%, it may be 43%, it may be 33%. It may depend, it may be impacted by your credit score as well. And it may be impacted by what type of program you're looking at. So you want to figure out uh, what your debt to income ratio is and how that is um, impacting your credit score. So when we go into debt to income ratio, we're also diving into, hey, could I pay off something to help me get under the requirement? Because if the lenders is going through stuff real quick, you know, your debt to income ratio could be 60%, but it could be because you have like a, I don't know, you have like a car payment on there. And, you know, maybe you maybe you have like a $1,500 left in your car payment, but your car payment is $500 a month. So that's what's killing your DTI. So paying off that $1,500 may drop your DTI from a 60 down to a, a 30%, and you may um, you may meet the guidelines at that point. But if you're dealing with a lender that maybe has like a lot of stuff in the pipeline, they may not look all the way down to the details. They may be just not, 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 you know, trying to, trying to push you through. So you want to ask those detailed questions. Um, and I'm going to say this once again. If they're not willing to go into detail, you did a bad job interviewing your lender in the first place. Always interview your lender. Um, and so you want to find out your debt to income ratio requirements. And then um, the last part um, is a little bit more leeway there. I mean, it's the funds, the funds for the down payment. I mean, you need to meet the funds for the down payment guideline, but a lot of times lenders will, um, as long as you say you can get that money, lenders will kind of like assume you'll get it. Like I do that for my clients because I, I would always say, hey, uh, I'm telling you, you need uh, $1,800 or $18,000 to purchase this home. Um, feel free to shop with this letter, but joke's on you if you dollars because I told you that is the requirement. There's no way around that. So um, that's kind of what you're looking at from that aspect is though, or is that, is that are those funds for the down payment? So um, 
Yeah, um, person over the institution, um, you know, say so you can work with the broker. You know, they, brokers do have more programs available to you. But I will say this, I've seen the worst deals um, in my entire life from brokers because they have way less oversight. So like uh, when folks mess up, like a Wells Fargo messes up, they make the news. But when, you know, because they do, you know, hundreds of million dollars of loans. But when, uh, if, when Joe's brokerage messes up, CNN or Fox News, they're not doing an article on Joe's brokerage. They're not pulling numbers on Joe's brokerage. Who may do a great job. They may close 200 loans uh, a, a year. That is a lot. That is a great job. They're probably a seven-figure loan officer or seven-figure uh, brokerage. Uh, but um, Wells Fargo is closing 200 loans a day, an hour. I don't know, something, something like that. So it's not the same. It's not the same number. So um, yeah, I just wanted to drop that note. Um, as far as kind of my thoughts on the the article and the news but like i said um, make sure you're protecting yourself um and once again no one should care more about your loan application than you can whether it's wells fargo whether it's your local broker whether it's um whether it's me if you do me questions um no one should care more about your loan process than you so uh, yeah that's really all i got if you guys have any questions as far as um anything you know reach out to me honestly i basically said this at the beginning i used to work for wells fargo like uh four or years ago and so uh, i don't look at myself as as a villain um i personally did not see anything um suspicious at, at wells fargo but like i said it's really who you're working with um or maybe it's the kind of the climate from that actual um from that actual um area you know maybe certain regions have different leadership different leadership hires different people and so it kind of trickles down from there but yeah that's my thoughts on the uh article uh there's the the world's uh um best doggy right behind me and so um yeah that's really it you guys got questions i hopefully have answers or at least i'll try to provide answers for you so um until we meet again all right thanks